she has <laughs> farts every morning that either sound like somebody playing the trumpet, like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> or a duck, one or the other, or a fucking 87-year-old man, <laughs> which, which I find... <laughs> Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey everybody, welcome to Dr. After Dark. Phone number 818-253-1693 for those voice messages. And of course, keep the emails coming at dr.afterdark at gmail.com. We appreciate you all. And you, know, you can send videos our way too, just like everyone else here at YMH. At your mom's house. But um, today is a very special day. I am delighted to welcome back Brian Redband. Brian, welcome. Hello, doctor. This is a big day. <clears throat> Do you guys realize this is a big day? I don't think we've had a, a second comedian come back, other than Christina. I don't think I've had anybody back, have I? Ooh, Brian's number one. Oh, love it. Yes? I think yeah. it might be, yeah. No, I think so, too. I mean, Christina and I did it together for a while, and now here you are. This is great. This is amazing. And it's so nice here. I love it's it. It's crazy, isn't it? Uh, is this your first time to the your mom's house studios? It is. It is. Uh, this is. Uh, I've been wanting to come here for a while. I live on the exact opposite side of town, so uh, uh, I'm never around this area. But uh, it's so amazing. This is so professional. So for people, I know, it's kind of <laughs> kind of weird. It is. But uh, for, for people that don't know, we're in Austin, Texas. Uh, and when did you move here? Uh, November of 2020. I, I was uh, one of the first guys uh, after Rogan uh, so to move here. It's a year, really. yeah, yeah. And it was it was all by coincidence. Uh, uh, I uh, filled in for Jamie, who's the producer over at J Joe Rogan Experience. He got COVID, and so uh, they were having Kanye West on the show, and they oh, were like, boy. instead of canceling, so I flew out for like two weeks covered uh, all the shows. And while I was bored, I was just driving around looking at houses going, you know, just to see how expensive it is. Found a house I fell in love with, bought it like that month. And Good for you. next thing I know, I'm like, well, I guess I'm moving to Texas. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty exciting. And before the mics heated up, we were out in the, in the sort of the sitting area here. And we were saying, and we were talking about California, what a shit show it is. And you said... Yeah, I, I, it's, I you don't even think about it. Yeah, it's, it's easy, and I think a lot of uh, people that live there just kind of over it. It's like, why are we here? Oh it's gosh. just insanity. Yeah. So anyway, um, are you performing tonight with the group? No, I'm not. No, yeah. I, I, I had a show last night. We do a weekly show called Kill Tony, and I'm it's, aware of Kill Tony. Yeah, and it's blowing. I want to, I want to be on Kill Heck Tony. Heck yeah, that would love to. Have really? Me. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I, I, I watch it and I worry like you have real comedians. I mean, you need real comedians in those seats. To do the judging, right? Well, not really. I mean, anyone that's, I mean, podcasters, entertainers, or okay. anything. We've, uh, we've had Danny I, Brown on it many I, times. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm just saying. But I, I'm, I'm a big fan, so I'd yeah. love to be on that. Oh, I'd definitely, be, yeah. definitely. So, in fact, I flew over here with uh, Sam Tripoli. Oh, you did? He was literally the seat across the aisle No doubt. That's yeah. crazy. And I hadn't seen him in years and yeah. years and years. And he goes, eh, I'm doing this, this, this thing called Kill Tony. I'm like, Yes, yes. I'm talking to those guys all day tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. No, he seems to be doing great. He's got twins now. Yep, crazy. Yep, so yep. What, what's going on with you? How's, how's life in Austin? Is it great, man? I uh, I bought an, a, a big Texas house, and it's already doubled in uh, value in nice. like a year and a half. So that's, that's great. All the Californians uh, coming in. Yeah, and I, I'm just doing the you know suburban life. I've been actually uh, you know one good thing about. Uh, 
the COVID and all that stuff, it, it really made me appreciate being home. And mm. like, and that's something I used to never do. I used to, you know, when I lived in California, every single night I'd be at the comedy store, I'd always be out, you know, I'd barely be home except to sleep. Mm. And uh, now it's the exact opposite. Now I'm like doing yard work and, and I'm just enjoying it because it's just, it's so relaxing and peaceful. Just it's relaxing to, and there's something about doing things with your hands. Yeah, yeah. That's real. Yeah. And we've sort of been in zero gravity for a long time. <laughs> exactly. It's literally getting your feet on the ground. <laughs> literally. Yeah. Right? Yep. And, and it feels like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm turning 48 this week. And, 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 Happy birthday. Thank you. And most of my life, it's, I've always lived in an apartments. And, and it's like... You, especially when living in LA, you, you have like a small apartment and it's not the greatest. And you kind of feel like I'm never, I haven't become an adult yet, you know? And then now I'm finally like, oh, I'm an adult now. Yeah. I have a house. <laughs> I have a house. Do you, you know a relationship? I, yeah. I'm st still dating the same girl of like six years, you know? So, and all that. Can I do anything with that? Or? Well, I, I love it because I go, uh, hey, if you want to get married, we can get married. She goes, yeah, I don't, who, what's the reason? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh, you know, I'm not going to push that. Brian found uh, the perfect woman, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think I'll do the Doug Stanhope where he's just like, let's just say we're married. You know, like if you want a ring, we wear a ring. Just tell everyone we're married. You know, I like that. Um, I'm blanking on his girlfriend, his wife's name. Oh, uh, uh, Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo's, <laughs> Bingo sent me a beautiful box. Thank, I, I helped her with some stuff. Was and, it just dead animal parts and no, stuff? No, <laughs> she's she is a... No, no, no. She's <laughs> funny that way, but yeah. she's a lovely person. Mm -hmm. You know, have you ever really talked oh, to her? her? Yeah, and she sent me this box, and she put a little message on top, and it was a bunch of... Um, like veils and things, oh, and beautiful cool. scarves and things. And my, my daughter fell in love with the whole box. She's like, who said you this? <laughs> Princess like, box. Yeah. Bingo said it to me. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah, yeah. No, they are, they are, I don't know how I feel about those two because I worry about them, but I admire them. Yeah. I admire how they live their life. Well, I guess he, I don't know if he's still doing it. He, he quit drinking for a month or something like that. Good for him. Or, uh, you know, he's always been my canary in the coal mines. So that kind of worries me when he stops drinking. So uh. <laughs> Doug has to stop him. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, Doug is, uh, I mean, they just embrace who they are. I just love that about them. They just are who they are. Yeah. And people w would think that I, he even thought I would be judgmental or something of him. I, I if, if he wants help anytime, I'll be happy to help him. I know how things to do to help. If he doesn't want help, I love him just as much. He had me write the foreword to his book. Yeah, yeah. And did you read that book? Oh yeah, I think he. I, I have a part in that book. That's right. Yeah, You're yeah, in there. Yeah. It, it is. I mean, it's fear and loathing mm -hmm. on steroids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, the Hunter S. Thompson wishes he could have been what Doug Stanhope right. did. I couldn't believe it. And I also couldn't believe he asked me. I thought I was being punked. I, I really did. I said, Wait, what's your friend Depp doing? Is, can't Johnny Depp write it? Or right. do, do you want him to write it? No, no. I, want you to, I was like, okay, I'm delighted to. Thank you. And, um, and was re I meant every word I said in that, in that intro. Like, reader, prepare yourself. Yeah, <laughs> this, yeah. is, this is something. Yeah. This is amazing. a life lived, man. And I worry that he's going to hurt himself. That's all. I just worry about both of them getting hurt. Yeah. That's all. I mean, last time I saw him, he was uh, he came down to do a show a few times, and uh, he looked great. He looked healthier than ever. Good. You know, so. Yeah, he has looked good yeah, lately. Yeah. Is he living near here? No, no. He's still in Bisbee, Arizona and stuff. Arizona. Right? Yeah. That's right. I just think of him somewhere out. Yeah, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Doug, we've seen you nothing but love, man. Mm -hmm. I just, uh, Absolutely. He, he is a... A talent that uh, I don't think could ever be reproduced. No, it's I mean, a life that can never be reproduced yeah. either. And and he, um, you know, in terms of him stopping drinking, I'm I'm glad he's able to do it on his own if that's how he wants to do it. 
but because he hates recovery because his mom used to drag him to meetings when mm-hmm. he was a kid. And I just he just hated it. And I I totally get that. I get that that's you get you get sort of inoculated in a way that doesn't it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. So and you and tell me more. So you're doing shows. You still doing shows? And I yeah I do uh, kill Tony, and I also do a comedy show once a week. Well, that out I, here. Yeah, it's uh, it's something I was doing in Los Angeles, uh, mostly at the Ice House in Pasadena and stuff. And it's just called the Secret Show. And uh, out here, it's great because it's the first time comedy is so huge here that uh, it's called the Secret Show. And I don't even put a lineup. I don't even tell you who's on the show, show and it still almost sells out every week, and it's good just for amazing. You. So it's uh, Texas has been really good to me uh, to me so far, and I feel like you know I've gotten exposed now to the 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 spectrum of the podcast comedy world. Mm-hmm. I, I was naive to a lot of it. You know, I lived in Corolla's world. I've sort mm-hmm. of teamed up with him for a long time, and then now I lived in Christina and Tom's world. And it, it, as a result of being in their world, I got Kill Tony and Skanks mm-hmm. and Are You Garbage? Yeah. And, oh, I love those guys. I love those guys. Yeah. I, why didn't I know about that stuff? I, I just found out and, about and, them. And I feel like that, but I feel like, although this is, I don't know if it's a golden age, but it's an important age for comedy. Mm-hmm. But the podcasting is a major, major piece of it, isn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's Because when I, I was on Skanks the other day, I, I, you've been on that show? Oh, yeah. I love, I, I've been to every single Skank Fest. <laughs> I'm going to the next one. The Vegas one? Yeah, I'm oh, planning I'll to be go. there. Yeah, I'm I planning to go. There. I, 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 you know, I always wanted to go to the uh, Juggalo gathering, oh, mm-hmm. but that seemed a little too dangerous. Too yeah, you know? yeah, I don't want to So get... I feel like the Skank Fest will be my... I go to Jason Ellis's thing, Ellis Mania, and that, mm-hmm. I sing the national anthem at his fighting events there, and you think that's funny. It's what I do. And then Skankfest feels to me like the next level, like we're going to the next level. Yeah. Not quite Juggalo, not quite the Gathering, but but Skankfest. And and but I love those guys, and I already knew some of them already. I guess I knew everybody already by the time I'd been on there. But I cannot believe how much weed they smoke and still function <laughs> at the level they function. Yeah, yeah. I literally can't believe it. They are they are fast and sharp. I like had trouble keeping up at first. I was not stoned, Lewis. Did so many dabs, I didn't know somebody could stand, could do that. I didn't know it was possible. Yeah. And and breathe. Yeah. And didn't seem to affect him at all. Well, that's just because he does it so much, right? Their tolerance there is, is tolerance, so crazy. There is tolerance, but even at t- I was thinking yeah. that time, I was sure is tolerant, but then he had seven more dabs. I'm like, Jesus Christ. At a certain point, you break through the tolerance. Do me a favor, if you guys wouldn't mind, would you put up ba- the Barry Chechnyan, um, the gay Chechnyan gangster from Barry on the screen here, and you tell me, you tell me, Ryan, if this does not remind you of Mr. Lewis Gomez, <laughs> do you tell me? Because he, he he was they showed me a video and I was like, oh no, wait a minute, come on now, yeah, there he is. Now let's see him as a. Then, oh my right? god! Right, right. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> That's I mean, hilarious. I, I mean, mean, if Lewis didn't have eyebrows, I guess he, right. It's just the eyebrows. That's the only difference. He's had what's called alopecia totalis, right? Uh. And so he's lost all his hair. Lewis just lost the stuff on top of it, but they look exactly the same. Wow. It's, yeah. And they have the same mannerisms. And they hold their head the same way. It's very disturbing. So there you go. I think Lewis is playing a gay it's... Chechenian gangster on Barry. I think that's what's happening. He, <laughs> he just shaves his eyebrows. Look at that. Look at this. Oh, yeah. That's, it's that's hilarious. <laughs> so if you see him again, please oh, mention. It to. seemed to bother him that I brought this oh, up. Definitely, didn't even definitely. like it. <laughs> it's the no <laughs> eyebrow thing. I think well, it, it bothered him, him and, I, and I, really, I felt bad afterwards. I thought, I, I really don't want him to feel bad. <laughs> this guy's name is Anthony Kerrigan, the actor. Mm-hmm. And uh, and 
I didn't want him to feel bad about it. It kind of was a compliment. I'm a huge fan of this actor and the character he plays. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm a I'm a fan of Lewis's. I'm a, yeah, you're like, hey man, you look like this guy with alopecia. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm a big fan of his. But Lewis knows he doesn't have hair, right? Is he is that a mystery, to Lewis? I mean, yeah, but that's the only similarity here. Bullshit! Put them up side by side. I swear to God, you'll be you'll be shocked. Oh, please! Now, I think I think he didn't like the the gay comparison. I think that bothered him. I, I, I do. Look, any of those pictures? Look, look down. Go. Yeah, look, look at the one, the fourth one in. The fourth one in. One, two, three, four. You see that picture? Yeah, put that up. You tell me that doesn't look like that guy? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty... I, Come on. I see it. I think it's exactly the same. Exactly the Maybe same, Maybe Lewis looks, is a little bit gayer than this guy, but... <laughs> if that's what bothers him, that's yeah, where that's you're the, going. Well, you call me gay? Yeah. <laughs> I, right? I mean, come on, you that's guys. funny. Seriously. It's the same dude. Just with eyebrows. No, yeah, they definitely both don't have hair. No, come on. All right. Anyway, let's, let's get on with the show. Let, let's do some. Let's do some voice messages. Mm. Let's get something. Brian, you're going to help people. Great. Right? Ready? Everything good with you? Otherwise, absolutely else? great. Yeah. You and you and are you still producing Rogan's thing? Uh, I still. I'm like. I still work for Rogan. I'm more of like an emer- like just in case of emergencies right. kind of guy. Like Weren't I, you going out on the road with him a lot? Uh, I was back in, back in the you? day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, back in the day. And now you just do it yourself. And yep. You would kill Tony. Yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. We'll do some voice messages. Yes, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, some uh, about some browns. Oh, well, lovely. Hey, Hitler. I was just wondering about the girl from Poltergeist who <laughs> died from a bowel obstruction. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering if that could happen to me. Could I just, like, fail to shit enough to where I have this happen to me? Like... I've got shit enough to where I've, like, worried about it, but, like, this is something that's, like, fucking edging on my conscience. Drew, could you just solve this for me? Like, could I just, like, not shit enough to get a bowel obstruction? I get it. it. And then die like this girl from Poltergeist? Thank you, Drew. I would love to hear from you. Piss on me, beat me. And you know I'm coming up in May. Okay. So was that a male or a female? It, was a it sounded like it sounded like the guys in the booth uh, slowed down his voice by like and, like twenty five percent. They're messing with the speed of his voice. Yeah. He, I think it's a he, right? Uh, we agree it's a he? I would say. Do we have to ask people for their pronouns on this show now? Is that really where we're going? No, no, okay, we thank you, thank you. That's not part of the rational evolution. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, we'll say it's he for the sake of con- convention. Um, and and I do think these guys fucked with the uh, speed. yeah definitely yeah, really. or just the most annoying person in the world well or the drunkest person <laughs> yeah. in the world yeah, yeah, yeah. so so uh, do you have any advice for him before I launch my thing well I mean I'm the worst person to ask about this worst? because I I, I you think have diarrhea I, I, all the time. I, I poop more than a Chinese phone book uh. I, I, <laughs> I think the older I get I, I I don't know if I'm starting to get allergic to dairy or gluten. But I, I, I have no problems. I wake up and... But you said you had diarrhea. You I get, said diar- you, I get we're diarrhea, going, we're going diarrhea the, a lot. going to the I Bristol have, stool chart. Yeah, I have number seven at He's least seven. once a day. Fatty, greasy stool. Not, <laughs> not fatty, greasy diarrhea. It's not even porridge, like number six. Oh, is that what six is? Okay. Porridge. Uh, yeah, I guess it's more like a six then. Okay. I, I'm more of a six. It's not the water, fatty, greasy stuff. Right. Uh, okay. Well, uh, six is a little bit abnormal. <laughs> um yeah. But I drink. I always wrote it off like I'm getting older and I drink. So it must be from the yeah, drinking. alcohol. Does do it? Yeah, yeah. So it, I think it's the alcohol. It, we when you know 
alcohol withdrawal, we used to always say, was the shits, the shakes, and the fits. <laughs> the shits and the shakes. Yeah. And uh, it does irritate the gastrointestinal system and moves things through more quickly. And stuff, I get so. I get really bad. I, I, I need to go to a gastro or whatever because uh-huh. I, I do have really bad uh, uh, acid reflux. I've always had bad acid reflux, but I've noticed uh, it hasn't happened recently, but I've had something, one of the most scariest things ever happened to me at least four times. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things uh, where... You, I think the acid reflex gets in my lungs, and mm. I can't. I wake up and I can't breathe. I'm oh, it does do that. Like it that. does do that. And and that actually is dangerous. It's one of the scariest you, things that ever you, happened. You to can me. aspirate it, and that—that's how much it's going up into your throat. Yeah. And um, I like the way it's the scariest thing that's ever happened your whole life. Yeah, it's four four times. <laughs> yeah, four times. Four <laughs> one time wasn't enough for you to yeah. see the gastroenterologist. Mm-hmm. Have to have it four or five times. Right. Um, well, so yes, there's so, so something going on here. The, the bigger issue is the aspiration, mm-hmm. the effects on the vocal cords, mm-hmm. the effect on your airways, but more importantly, it increases the risk of esophageal cancer, especially when you drink. Do you smoke too? Yeah. Okay, if you drink and smoke and get reflux, and if you have HPV, like if you have a lot of... Uh, What's H? No, I don't have HPV. Well, what, what men, is it? a human papillomavirus. Did uh, you get the vaccine for that? No. Well, well I probably have it. Well, if you... <laughs> if you... Ate a lot of pussy. Well, I'm fucked. Yeah. Uh, especially, like, I mean, I don't know why so, the guys are laughing at me. So uh, it's, it's, it's a combo. H, a lot, of, lot more HPV in men now because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the mouth because of, because in the throat. And so if you drink, you smoke, and you have reflux, that's, a, that's not a good combo. You need to get that taken care of. Yeah. And so um, there are things they can do to help you with that for sure. Then you said you're 48. You're right in there on 50. Mm-hmm. And 50 is when the colonoscopy start. Yeah. And so I'd move that up a couple of years just because you right. have such unusual bowel yeah. habits yeah and uh, i've had one before and i think last time i was here ah, we talked about that did I, you you did it yeah I, I, uh, this was maybe seven years ago i got one wait a minute we talked about you having had it seven years yeah, ago. I yeah, see. yeah yes yes because i had uh internal hemorrhoid and they did the rubber band litigation or whatever it's called do you remember <laughs> and how fun and, that and, was and then, yeah and then i stopped I do you like, guys nope. know what they're talking about ligation hemorrhoid ligation i have heard of this procedure. you don't want to show us a little picture of that no, no <laughs> i have one on my phone it's on my wallpaper <laughs> no uh hemorrhoid ligation yeah one of the worst pains I've ever had in my life. It is. The, that's the way the patients describe it. That's I always kind of discourage them from getting... Yeah. Supposedly, they've gotten... I think I told you this. They've gotten better where it doesn't hurt so much now. Really? Yeah, uh, I don't know what Yeah, I was supposed doing. to go back like twice and... Uh, I want to see a video of it. See if we can actually see the real oh, thing. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> You never went back at all? No, I, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to live with this. Uh, you know, I probably, I, <laughs> I, I probably thought that was kind of uh, extraordinary that you didn't follow up on this until I met Josh Potter. Oh gosh! And then I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess I, I guess I don't understand how the real world, world, world works. Yeah, my goodness. And now I just consider it. You know, I have a holiday once in a while, a little bloody holiday. Oh, you still get some bleeding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, once in a while, very mm-hmm. rare. But when it happens, it's like, oh lord. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> Let's get another voice message in here. Let's see if we can get off the poop or to a different poop, poop yeah. uh, setting, topic, different poop topic. Oh, wait, I didn't answer his question. I didn't answer his question. Yeah, Let me answer his question. So as you see, my friend, you do not get bowel obstruction from colon filling up with stool. I present to you case A, Mr. Any. He has not pooped in three weeks. He doesn't get bowel obstruction. You don't get bowel obstructions from things accumulating in your colon. You get something called toxic megacolon, and you can get decreased motility of the colon, which can give you trouble years later where things don't move through your bowels normally, but that is not an obstruction. I mean, that's kind of a different thing. 
what when we say a bowel obstruction, we're talking about a small bowel obstruction. And those are sometimes just unlucky. You just get something that plugs in. More often than not, it's a it's a adhesive band from a previous surgery, like an appendectomy or a pelvic or something, something else where they got in there and it caused some scarring, and then the small bowel gets tied up around it, obstruct. And it is kind of hard in today's world to die of a small bowel obstruction because when people come in with that kind of belly pain and they have even a hint of a surgical abdomen, they get a CAT scan and you go right to surgery. So I don't know what the woman did from Poltergeist. Do you know this story? No, I don't even know. She must have sat home and not come to the medical attention. I mean, that is, that is really unusual to die from a small bowel obstruction. Now, if it goes too far, the bowel dies and then you get septic. And if you then come to the hospital, it can be tough to retrieve you. It can be tough to bring things back. So now let's do a voice message, a happy voice message, a happy brown message. Yeah, we were just sitting around with my homies, and we were wondering. My farts smell like shit all the time. Mm-hmm. His farts smell like shit some of the time. And then I got a friend here. His farts smell like shit maybe 10% of the time. Yeah. Is the smell of your farts genetic, or can you change this by what you eat? Let me know. Hey, touch my camera through the fence, motherfucker. So, advice? Well, that, it seems like this dude just needs to shit more, and the other guys shit more. <laughs> that, that was That's the way my wife thinks about this. Yeah. But it turns out that's not true. Wow. Uh, he's right. It's both genetic and diet. Mm. And it is what bacteria live in there and split the protein into these, these methane molecules that cause the gas. Some people have almost none of that. And some people have only that. Mm-hmm. And they will have bad smelling farts no matter what. The, quest, the, the idea is to try to give the bacteria less to work on. And, in, and by the way, because everybody has their own different bacterial mix, what that is is different for different people. For some people, it can be spices. For some people, it could be fruit. For some, it's different things. You're, you're laughing at the spices. Is that your, that's no, your go-to? Uh, no, I, I, was just saying, I think it's also you know, something to do with your DNA, too, because like yeah. my dad's farts and my farts are pretty much the same. Yes. I mean, it's well, every, the, like it makes me re- remember my dad every time. The, <laughs> you know what? Father's Day, I'm like I had a whipping sim- it up. I had a similar, I have a similar experience. I hadn't thought about that, but I, I remember younger thinking that. And uh, thank you for re- giving me a chance to visit with my dad. I appreciate that. Although I have adjusted my diet in such a way that that is less of a common right. occurrence. Um, but the genetics are what determine the bacterial mix. Mm. So genes, yes, do, do are ultimately the, the, yeah. the source here. Oh, we're learning so much today. <laughs> so keep going. Let's see what you got. Hey, Dr. Drew, Nadab, Any, everybody. Um, my name is Shauna. I'm from Colorado. And I have a question about Brown. So if any wants to leave the room, my question is, how come sometimes when I doo-doo, I could wipe and wipe and wipe forever, and it still comes back with doo-doo on it, forcing me to actually take a shower? Ooh. I would love to know so I could, you know, not be a hyper-wiper and, uh, you know, irritate my butthole. So if you could let me know what I can do about that. Thanks, guys. So, advice. Brian? Well, one, you get a bidet. I mean, they're they're Ooh, very there cheap. You go. I don't understand I don't why. Like I don't Not understand. even a bidet. You can have the magic toilet seats that, now. Yeah, that yeah, you get them on Amazon or whatever. Yes. It's like forty bucks. It's it, it's it's crazy that you you have no excuse. And two, stop drinking so much. I don't know oil or whatever she's drinking. I, I, I just like that Brian thinks it's crazy if you don't have your asshole squirted every no. day. No, no, agrees with you. Do not think no, it's crazy. Yeah, that, that was the perfect answer. It's yep. just like yeah, there's stuff in there you can't get in. Yeah, but a jet stream will. Get it right now. Up. Let's yeah. be clear. What she's doing is digging. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And as you get older, you guys think that's funny? No. <laughs> no, nah, just self-loathing in here. A little. <laughs> okay. Good. Um, 
she's digging, and as you get older, the uh, anal becomes, the anal ring becomes more patchless. Mm. So it's a little more you can dig more easily. And when you're younger, it just stays tightly closed. Right. You're not even thinking about it. Everything's, right. everything's up inside. Yeah. Now I'm wondering if she's on any medication that's making that more so, because that happens a lot. And it, whatever, the, still, the answer is still the same: mm-hmm. is get the bidet. Yeah, get the bidet. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's ridiculous. Here's a microdosing question. Hey, Hitler, Booth Boys, heard you talk about having no significant research on microdosing shrooms. I microdose twice a week just because I like it's, I think it's helping with anxiety and overthinking. Is this just a placebo effect? Am I doing damage? Help me out. And I will say the same thing. We just don't know. There's no doubt that it will be useful. There's no doubt. What we don't know is how much, how long, how frequently... And what the risks are. We have no idea. Do you have anybody saying anything different? My, my, uh, you know, I've done mushrooms my whole life, but uh, my girlfriend, uh, she does microdosing and she of, does the of, whole of, thing. Uh, psilocybin. Yeah. And she does the grinding. She puts them in the little capsules and everything like that. And How, mo- every day or uh, three, she, twice a week? I, I, or? I think she does it every day. Yeah. But uh, she had an experience the other day, though, where it was too much, even though it's the same every day. And she was uh, tripping her balls off. And yeah, it, 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 it accumulates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It accumulates. So. And, and we have, we, there's no data to know what to do. They're right. doing it. They're right. collecting the data. And, and I, I have no doubt it's going to be useful. But don't get ahead of the science, you guys. It's just, it's just dangerous. We just don't know. I've seen, I've seen nasty shit. Mm-hmm. I've seen bad things happen. Yeah. And, uh, and plus, you got to worry about things that people aren't even thinking of, like mold on the mushrooms that grow, and then you're ingesting mold sometimes uh, if it's a wet mushroom. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, here we go. Vaping. I heard I'm a respiratory therapist, and aren't vapes filled with oil? No, one vape was, and it caused a horrible ARDS syndrome, and these people, that, oh, yeah, good for you. You're vaping. Um, so you don't smoke anymore. You don't smoke cigarettes. I do. Well, I do both. I, Stay I, with the vapes. <laughs> yeah, I do mostly vapes, I've heard they fill it with oil. How is inhaling oil healthy? We just get oh the bells, the oils are and it lungs away. Pneumonia. No, in look, no. That yes, there was there was one bootleg there was one bootleg cannabis thing that had oil that caused ARDS. It was terrible. Vaping done properly, yeah, there's some stuff in there. There's some chemicals and things that are not great for you, but mm. not nearly as bad as tobacco. Nowhere yeah. near as bad as tobacco. In fan, when you look at things that are um, head-to-head studies on what helps people stop using tobacco, vaping always ranks amongst the highest, mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't understand how we can have this, why we, uh, why this isn't being pushed more aggressively for people. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, the, the idea is that we young people are getting onto it and then they, that increases the risk of tobacco later. Okay, let's work on that. Mm-hmm. Not, not give it to people who need to get off tobacco. Right. It's just so weird. Uh, again, this is more centralized bullshit thinking in medicine. It, it just think of all the bullshit that came out during COVID. This is another kind of bullshit thing from people that are making centralized decisions. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And you respiratory therapist, think about this. How many COPD patients have you seen from vaping? How many pneumonias have you seen from vaping? A lot of people vape. A lot. More than you even know. Mm-hmm. Brian tell you. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why, yeah. why do you? Why don't you just get more tobacco, more nicotine in the vape? Uh, I, I mean, I like it. The problem is that even as much as it's nice and it's getting better, there's something about a cigarette that you can't it, replicate at least yet. It's just I don't know. It's a little different. It is a little different. Yeah. But I'm just thinking. If, <laughs> but literally, I'm thinking if you up the nicotine dose, you might be better off. You might be less likely to go to reach for a cigarette. Yeah. Because you can adjust all that with the vaping. Yeah. Oh, I mean, these disposable ones, you really can't. I think they have a limit to what you can do. But the ones you can buy and fill up yourself and do all that. 
but they're cutting down on that or getting more regulated for I that know, too. It's, I know. I, I don't mind the regulation. What I mind is the elimination. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Uh, I was on, you were on an episode with Luis Gomez on skanks. You said Adderall was no good. I've been Adderall since I was eight. Jeez. I, I don't know the side effects of it. I want to get rid of it, but every time I stop taking them, nothing is important to me. Oh boy. I just sit and my brain feels numb and fuzzy. Oh shit. Oof. Nothing gets done. Everything goes to shit. What do you think I should do? Okay. So Adderall does, uh, look, it's not a, it's not a, I didn't say it did nothing. I said it's no good for people to abuse Adderall, and I have grave concerns about adults taking Adderall. Mm. I think for adolescents and children to take Adderall, there is good data. I, when I first started to think back 15 years ago, or maybe even 20 years ago, um, I announced that there would never be an amphetamine epidemic so long as there was cheap cocaine. Because mm. it didn't make sense to me right. why people yeah. would do meth. And, I, and then all of a sudden it came, meth came. And I thought, well, of course, it must be all the Adderall we're prescribing. And so I kept an eye on that literature mm. very carefully because I thought I was going to prove that you know oral prescribing in adolescence was causing amphetamine addiction. Turns out it's the opposite. Mm. You're less likely to use amphetamines if you take these medicines in adolescence. If you take them in adulthood, it flips. Oh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> the adults are crushing it up and snorting it's the Adderall. It's a whole different thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a different thing. Uh, but in... in in childhood, it also has some therapeutic value and development. A lot of things look good for it in childhood and adolescence, so I'm not assailing it there. I'm assailing it using it for testing, where it's actually cheating when you do that. I'm assailing using it recreationally. I'm assailing even therapeutically an adult. I, it worries me now. Look at this. I mean, here's a woman, I assume this is an adult now, who can't get off it without having amphetamine withdrawal. Yeah. Jeez, that's ridiculous. I, I I don't like the Adderall. I, I tried it like once or twice, and I did it right before I went on stage, mm. and I felt like I was on cocaine. Like it I just is. brought back the cocaine. I'm like, ah, yeah, it's, ah, amph it's amphetamine. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what the name of the of the generic drug is? No, dextroamphetamine. Oh, and it's actually wow. a ma it's a mix of amphetamine and dextroamphetamine. Wow, what the hell? Yeah, why are we surprised that people have a problem with this in adulthood? Oh my god. Uh, recently off SSRI, now coming too fast. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm a professional at this. So. It's coming too fast? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> any, any, any advice for this man? In terms of, uh, we'll talk about how it happened, but any advice to slow things down? Yeah, just put your finger on the end of it. No. I... <laughs> Guys are always wanting to unload more and further. Maybe you could just like a hose. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, I see. Put a mint oil in there. Oof. A mint. <laughs> I hope people. I hope you guys caught that. That was actually very funny. So, well, anything. Any no, advice? I mean, I, I've always, you know, I've always come fast, but now it's mostly because I have your prostate out, huh? Yeah, me, me, I had my prostate taken out for prostate cancer. Yeah. Oh, the whole problem right. goes away. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> that, that problem is no longer an issue. No, but I think I, I've actually gotten faster because now, you know, I live with my girlfriend and she uh, works from home and stuff like that. So it's more like, uh, oh, she's going to get the mail. Okay, I got one minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the way the the uh, the orgasm is a function of something you do away from your girlfriend, yeah. not with her. That's funny. All right, I'm a 38-year-old man. I'd recently gotten off 20 milligrams of SSRI. I'm assuming that's Prozac. That's the common 20-milligram one. Might have been Lexapro. I started taking it 15 years ago for anxiety. That's not really what it's for, but okay. They did the trick, got me in a good place. No more panic attacks. Okay, it will help with the panic attacks. Maybe this was Celexa he was on. I'm living the fucking dream. Got out of my parents' house. I'm boss man at work. I uh, found a big-titted Asian mammal that I want to spend the rest of my life with. What? Shooting hot loads in. 
He has sex with his girlfriend. It's oh. different than your thing. <laughs> what you do between <laughs> between seeing your girlfriend. <laughs> Some of these show references kind of blur the lines. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. The only problem is now I'm spraying ropes too quick. I've lost all control. I was never a porn star, but it used to last a good 10, 15 minutes. I've never felt better since being off the meds, but I feel like half the amount I used to be in the sack. I just go back on the meds. Are my balls too full of cum? So this is something I... Men have a have some sort of weird. I hope I'm not putting you in a, in a bad light here, but men have this bizarre belief that there's cum in their balls. Yeah, I know. Okay, <laughs> good. Thank you. Uh, you better believe I'm coming up in May. All right. Um, cum comes from the prostate. If you don't have a prostate, you don't have ejaculate. There you go. Period. You, you call your balls the prostate? No, 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 that's different. So, so, so I have what my uh, old love line partner used to say. I have ghost loads. I don't have ghost loads. I don't have fluid. Ah, there's no, I have no prostate, and so there's no that's fluid right. produced. Yeah, nothing. Nothing else changes. Just no mud. So no just air comes out, or uh, sometimes it goes. <laughs> so, but, 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 but no, nothing, nothing. No, no powder. No, no, nothing. So you like queef, kind of like that's your little. Not queef. even a sound. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Yes, but it's well. I, maybe I make a sound, but the uh, does it feel like you're coming though? Yeah, same, oh, same, same exact. Experience. Why don't we all get this? It's, right. It's no mess, especially here in Texas. Man. No muss, no fuss. And think about it when you're trying to. Right, and think when you're trying to ejaculate between visiting with your girlfriend, she right. never, never know what happened. Right, no, no, no oh, tissues or anything accumulating. That's awesome. Um, so anyway, uh, this does happen. Uh, it's not that you're too fast; is that you were always too fast, and that it's unusual. In fact, what more often happens, the, the more dreaded complication of these SSRIs, and this is a very problematic complication. It doesn't hit a lot of people, but it hits enough that there's actually an army of them out there, like trying to be heard. Because people, doctors, you know, prescribe this stuff without warning patients that it can happen. They have shutdown in their sexual response. They have no libido. They have difficulty having satisfying orgasm. That's very common from SSRIs. And somewhere around maybe 5% of the time, that's permanent. Ugh. Yeah, it's terrible. And in your this gentleman's case, it, it took the, the sort of uh, the premature ejaculation away and put him more in control of what he had. But now just put him back towards his baseline. It's it's unusual to go from, you know, sort of normal to premature just by coming off an SSRI. So you could take an SSRI to control your premature ejaculation. Oh, really? In fact, people at one point were prescribing it for that. Hmm. I don't think they would do that anymore. But they, for a long while, that was being advocated. And so no tricks for this guy? I mean, I, I'm really different when it comes to that. I've always, like... Had it, what's always worked for me is the exact opposite of what works for everybody else. I've always been somebody that if I get really, really drunk, I can last an hour and a half, well, two people, hours. People report that. I, yeah, like I'm the opposite of whiskey, whiskey dick. Yes. And I it, sometimes it's just like amazing to me. You have a whiskey dick. It's just not a limp whiskey dick. Right, right. Exactly. A, but but that's always helped me. Like if I knew I was going to get laid with a girl... Uh, that night, I'd make sure I drink more just mm-hmm. because so I could last longer. So I'm, I don't know if that's good advice for anybody. I mean, it's but. not what you call healthy advice, <laughs> yeah. but it's advice. And there are uh, putting a condom on sometimes slows people down, numbing creams, <laughs> numbing sort of wipes and things that are out there. There's all sprays, all kinds of things out there that do help. Yeah. They do help, but it doesn't, 
it doesn't take you from two minutes to 15 minutes. Right. You have to really kind of work on that one with your partner. Yeah, maybe have her not wipe the, her ass before you uh, have sex so yeah, you're disgusted maybe, the whole time. Yeah, you get, yeah, <laughs> so to just cut the line on the uh, bidet, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah feed her. We talked, we, we've, we've actually, we've reviewed all the things that could help this guy so far in this show. Make sure the diet is full of food that gives her a terrible gas. Yep, yep. Make sure she doesn't have a bidet. So yeah, all the solutions have been hidden in all the things we've been helping with so far. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, timing, you know, right? Like uh, maybe unload something from the chamber. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before beforehand. it happens, that's always nice. Clear the yeah. clear the pipes. Clear them a second time if you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's really bothersome to your girlfriend, you know, you can come first. What You know, whatever. You kind of work it out together. Yeah, yeah. put a little Bengay on there maybe. Ooh, that's uh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> interesting. You know, don't uh, you, you don't di- get don't let Brian don't go work out with Brian and leave your underwear in the gym when he's there. Speaking of, I got something funny. Uh, this maybe like ten years ago, I, I was at the grocery store and I saw this two pack of massage oil, like when it was called hot and cold. Like it was like there was a cold one for like a cold massage and a hot one for a hot massage, and I thought. Oh, you know, this is like oil, so we could use it for sex. So I remember I poured a bunch of it on the girl's vagina, oh and it was god. the hot one, and we started fucking, and then she's like, "Oh my god, what is going?" Like oh. her, her, it was the worst day of my life. Oh, <laughs> again, wow. <laughs> but yeah, so you did it three more times. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had no idea. I thought, I, like, I thought, I don't know why. This is how dumb it was. I just thought, oh, it feel hot. You know, how old were you? This was like only like 13 years ago, maybe. <laughs> I was going to say, six months ago. But but it is, to me, that sounds, you know, young men are yeah. always scheming up right. stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, 48, 50 is worth, it's worth, <laughs> it's worth pointing out again that uh, that's the age where you got to start doing the really serious screening stuff. Yeah. PSA, I, prostate cancer, yeah. screening, for your sake, the upper endoscopy, that kind of stuff. Wait, wait, how old do you have to, like, I don't, one thing... I don't think I'll ever get done those the thing where they put the thing in your dick hole. Like I don't want to ever do a cystoscopy. Yeah, hopefully you'll never need that. Okay, I so mean, that's not I, something you're like. Well, when you're fifty, you have to. No, get it. no. no I, I mean, if the the people that need that, you're you're really looking for bladder cancer. Okay, and that typically happens in much older men. Okay, like so, you you got unexplained hematuria, blood in the in the bladder. Right. You can't find another explanation. Then we got to go up there and look. And right, it's not as bad as you think. It it, <laughs> it it isn't. It's not. So you've had it. I had one. Oh wow! Uh, and it was. Were you awake for it? Yeah, yeah. No. And get this, get this. I had it before they had the fiber optic. Oh, they only shit. had the rigid scope. Oh no! I thought you were going to say this. Yeah. To put a and I don't know why that. they did to me. I was very young, and uh, <laughs> I was having sort of I had dribbling or something, and I was lifting weights at the time. They should have just gone. You're, you're lifting three hundred pounds. What do you expect? You're going to dribble. Wow. Instead, well, you need a cystoscopy. And uh, it was not, and even with the rigid scope, it was not that bad. In fact, what was bad is I remember, I had no idea what was going on. It was, it was like I was a first year medical student. And, and um, what I remember was bad was afterwards, oh, you no. get extreme irritation of the urethra. So peeing mm. hurts like a mm. motherfucker. That part I didn't like. That part I didn't like. Were you screaming or were you going, oh, daddy, or anything like that? <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> These are prouder moments for me, you know. <laughs> they are. When, when do I get to kill Tony with you again? When very, very gonna, soon. Very because soon. because if, if this is sort of a a version of how I'm going to feel, I'm ready. I'm ready. This, these are proud moments for me. I tell you.
All right, another voicemail. We have a voice message out there. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Dr. Drew. My name is Pastor. I'm calling from Brisbane, Australia. I was wondering if I can get a question answered about my shits. So, when I was a bit younger, uh, my shits were quite good. Like, I would have them regularly in the morning and, I don't know, possibly one in the afternoon or evening. But now I'm finding they're very irregular. Um, and my main kind of, I don't know, my main, my main thing is that uh, I never have them as soon as I wake up in the morning. And that's how I definitely used to have them. When I wake up in the morning, I would brush my teeth and then have a shit. There'll be... Uh, and my day was complete. Definitely mm-hmm. something that happened. Yes. So I was wondering if you can help me with that. Uh, how do I shit in the morning as soon as I wake up? Okay. Thanks, mate. Okay. Bye. All right. First of all, doesn't everything sound either happy or fun with an Australian accent. Oh, yeah, I love it. Or, or funny. Even mm-hmm. Funny, happy, something. I mean, they could be talking about the most serious stuff in the world. Mm-hmm. And yet with a British accent, it sounds, it sounds dignified and, right. and smart. Yeah, exactly. But Australian sounds fun slash funny. Mm-hmm. But okay, um, there is nothing special about having a shit every morning. Uh, you, people don't know any. Case one, right? Any shits once a month. What? You don't know this? No. That's not good, right? What's up, bro? You shit once a month? Yeah. I mean, no. Twice a month. It's like it's more like twice a month. That yeah. cannot be good, right? Well, yeah. that's it, a lot of poop in you. Yeah, but it's outside his body. It's in the colon. The colon is a tube that is outside your body. Right, but right, and it's not great for the motility of the colon. So I worry years down the line he might have some trouble. But I, I don't know. I don't necessarily. He seems to have no trouble. The, the odder thing is about how he does all this. He cries. He does cry a little bit. <laughs> Really, it's actually baby Jesus that cries when you see what he does. He sits on the edge of the toilet bowl and squats like a gargoyle. Oh, well, I guess he can't sit on it because it's so much shit that he'll just like lift well, up or there's, something. Well, there's that. <laughs> he might touch the shit. Right. Or he might splash the shit, but he has a fetish, Weird. a fear of, of a hand coming out of the, oh, the drain no and getting him. Fake news. He's constantly <laughs> spreading this fake news. So anyway, he, the point is, these gentlemen have enlightened me to a few things. Mm-hmm. Turns out that's not all that unusual internationally is to squat like that when you have your shit, even right. on the toilet. Right. And I thought it was extraordinary. I thought I had an extraordinary man on my hands here. Turns out just somebody's out I'm just a piece of shit. No, <laughs> no, no not, a, not a piece of shit. <laughs> that's just a more, more ordinary man of international mystery. That's all. So that is insane, though. Like, I, I would hate that. I like shitting. Well, you have diarrhea, though. Why don't we I get know. this right? I shit four or five times so, a day, maybe. Oh, Jesus. I, I, <laughs> I told him last time uh, we did the show, uh, one time I weighed it, and it was like six pounds. Oh, my God. Yeah, you don't want to do that every no, day. No, that's crazy. That. I'm impressed. I think it's an <laughs> extraordinary skill set. Mm. But back to our Australian friend. Uh, I can I can get you to where you could shit every morning. Uh, what you need to do is take some bulk, meaning like cit, cit, uh, citrusel, psyllium husk, metamucil tablets, morning and evening. Uh, you have to adjust the dose for you to make sure you don't get diarrhea, so be careful. You can take too much. And there is a medicine called Ducalax you can take the night before that will <laughs> give you a shit in the morning. Now, again, all this stuff might make things a little too loose. You have to kind of adjust how frequently and how much... The, you do have this stuff, but between the bulk and the ducalax, you will have a shit every morning. You can just start with the ducalax. Excuse me, just start with the bulk, try to get that dose right, and then if you really still are not having in the morning, if you take a ducalax in the evening, you will have a shit in the morning. Wow. Yeah, you know, but you could use a little more bulk too. Yeah. Gives, the bulk works both ways. Bulk gives you makes loosens and form and gives you more form. 
Uh oh, something profound's about to come out. No, of my I, mean, I just can't get over this. He shits twice a month. Like if he, if you put like a little piece of potato, if you eat some potatoes, does it like grow like fucking like a shits out with like you know stems? Like no, it starts no, growing. No, doesn't in grow. Him? Doesn't grow. But remember how Fernando Valenzuela used to throw a pitch? So give me a picture of that. Remember he used to throw a pitch? His windup. Just show me a little picture of Fernando Valenzuela pitching. Wow. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you why I'm going to this. <laughs> it's 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 a very obscure observation, but uh, it's very similar. There there he is. All right, he had he had quite a, a stretch and a windup, and he he put his leg way up in the air. And oh, stuff. I see. Yeah. Right. That's how you are when you're winding up for a, a something to say something that's, pro- <laughs> that's either problematic or very funny. Well, I, There's I, a whole windup. I'm like, oh, here comes something. <laughs> Brian's in Fernando's windup. Yeah. But he seems very skinny from here. Like you would think, like a, that much poop in him, like you would have like a, this huge beer belly type situation. About, and now we're talking about any again. Yeah, yeah he's a, he's a look. He's a mystery wrapped That's in funny. an enigma. Hmm. He's an extraordinary human being, and he uh, he wills all kinds of things. That's, and yeah, he eats nothing but pizza. <laughs> Every day, man. That's a, that's what you call genetically superior. It's all you're looking at, and uh, Tom worries about him. Yeah, I, I think I, w- w- I'm just more upset because he's missing out on all that fun and stuff. You know, of shitting every yeah, day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's so. yeah. You know, I I had. <laughs> And I feel like if he did shit all the time, he wouldn't have the same voice. He'd be like, hi, guys. You know, like, that's what makes him have this. Just so he'd so be gay? <laughs> he would, if you didn't shit all the time. So, uh, so I didn't, I never thought so much about shit and farts. But when I came on your mom's house, I had to start paying attention to it because yeah. it is a full-time preoccupation here for everybody, Absolutely. it seems like. And I mentioned on a recent show that I have in addition, I had to have some radiation and stuff for the prostate cancer, so I have diverticulitis. And so I have to worry about my rectal pressures because if I don't get things just right, I get an attack of diverticulitis. Mm. So I've personally become more aware of some of the stuff as well of being preoccupied by the your mom's house world of it. <laughs> but um, it's not something I enjoy. <laughs> it's not something I had spent time doing before my tenure here. Right. I'm kind of kind of extraordinary. I, I know that as young men, you know, when I was hanging out and playing sports and things, there's a lot of lot of fart humor and talk and mm-hmm. a lot of shitting, you know, farting on each other and that Heck kind yeah. of thing. But it, that was that was that was just aggression. <laughs> that was just being shitty to somebody else. Mm-hmm. But uh, all right, now it's a now it's do, a, do you fart? It's an art. Do you fart around your girlfriend? Like do you, your wife? Your wife? I mean, uh, do you like have fart fart offs and stuff? No. Okay. <laughs> here comes the make make note of this we got to get susan in here to have this conversation because this is oh i think i know what you're about to say what am i going to say what am i going to say trumpet farts well i'm going to say something a little more ref- interesting about it more so, interesting so she has been we have just she comes on the show once in a while and we uh are very honest about everything that happens to us uh sexually and physically and every other way um and she has <laughs> farts every morning that either sound like somebody playing the trumpet like yes or a duck one or the other or a fucking 87 year old man which which i find which i find hysterical i i just think here's this perfect specimen and she gets allergies which i think is hysterical yeah and this comes out of her ass every morning wow. it makes my day that's hilarious every day uh, I am not granted such a privilege. Right. She does not find anything I produce funny <laughs> or interesting or 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 anything. Just hold that all back around her. In fact, when we stay in a hotel, 
I must visit one of the public restrooms when I need to uh, evacuate. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. This is not something that she can... Oh. It's not good for our relationship, let's oh, say. Just... Now, she has a certain amount of discomfort um, producing all that that greatness in the morning for me, mm-hmm. and yet she, she she still resists it, and yet it brings me such joy. Yeah. It was time. Well, that's Every weird time. that she may, you can't just bring like your, like a, like a Bluetooth speaker and go to the bathroom you know and like you, she doesn't like you making noises around. no it's not the noise it's really uh, i think it's the the it's smell. everything it's oh, okay. everything it's, it's all yeah. no yeah. and so yeah the noises probably wouldn't be so bad if there wasn't a bunch of stuff come, came with it right uh for her there's no smell there's no whatever the, the noises are just um just so ironic so hysterical mm-hmm. so to see a you know a beautiful woman produce the sound of an 87 year old grandmother <laughs> is is fantastic there's something fantastic about it that's hilarious and so that's my uh, morning joy that's where i get my pleasure every day so. that's great uh speaking of pleasure could i see some clips uh, horrible or hilarious of course you can drew oh uh gosh. so here uh brian tell no. me if you think that this is horrible Jeez, i hate this or if you think it's hilarious uh oh. Oh, 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 oh. Stop, man. Stop. Okay, that's hilarious. That was nearly horrible, but yeah, that was hilarious. I thought he was going to like break some legs or arms I or something. He had, I thought yeah. he had dislocated his, or broken his leg. Yeah. I for sure. But he's up and he's walking, so it's hilarious. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's good. He's Thank looking you. like he's got maybe a back problem. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he's not going to feel good, right. but it was hilarious. Oh, look, Brian and I have the same sensibility. I can tell already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't want to see like any cigar <laughs> stuff. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, then you guys are going to love this next oh, one. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. So Uh-oh. that guy is robbing that lady, right? Okay. Stealing her purse. When the car pulls up alongside and stops. Gets it. Is running away. Okay. Oh! 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 Woo! Somebody, uh, that, but that's, I mean. That's, that's weird because I, normally I would say that's awful and horrible, but because he's like, you know. The one that just robbed her. Then oh, I think it's lady. kind of great. But it's kind of great. But the problem is, well, this is clearly some other country, right? We don't have trucks like that here, do we? Uh, no, yeah. It does yeah. seem a little weird. But in this country, the guy driving the truck that saved the day would get prosecuted. Yeah. Because it would have been excessive force or you'd have to kill the guy just because he you know, stole a purse. Right. So it's sort of weirdly horrible. Yeah, I don't think he's dead though. Do you think he's he dead? Hit his, let's see it again. He yeah, hit his head very hard. Maybe if, he's just if, knocked out. No, but that's that's really brain injury time. That, that kind of head injury. Watch his head at that second. After he's struck by the car, he hits a wall. <clears throat> Boom! That's the part. That, uh, that's the part that is bad. Yeah. Um, so that's a skull fracture, at least cerebral contusion, and people don't recover very well from those. But he will not be doing any more stealing. That yeah, that's, that's that instant karma though that I love. Did yeah. you see? Did you see that, that that concert in Hong Kong where one of the the things fell on one of the dancers? No. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And then there's like three different camera angles, and at first you see it, you're like, oh my god, that's awful. But then you see another camera angle where it looks like the guy just crushes his head. I don't even know how he's still alive. That's horrible. That's that was horrible. Yeah, Tom sent that to me the other night to yeah. upset me. Yeah. Are we gonna see it? I mean, I don't have I it on. It. I don't have it on. If you just type in Hong Kong dancer 
right, yeah, let me see if I can find it for you. Guys. It's it's I mean it's brutal. Like so so you mean you first look at it and you think it's brutal and then you see another no, kang, for, first you first you're like oh shit that's horrible and then you see it I'm like. You, you, it's like faces of death when you see another oh, camera angle oh, of it because it's. Oh. But the guy's alive, which I don't get. Oh, yeah. Well, let me I, see if I can figure that out. Yeah, is he alive? Oh, it's a screen. You yeah, it's one of those big giant uh, jumbotron kind of thing. Yeah. If, if oh boy, one dancer critically hurt, but you hear he's okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's in critical still. But oh, well, that's yeah. not good. No, 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 no. Uh, there's alive, and then there's you don't want to be alive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that kind of head injury. Sometimes you don't want to be alive after. If you copy and paste the t- uh, the thing in YouTube, I-, I found it the other day, and there's one. Uh, there's a couple of them, but there's one that has like all the camera angles, like a mega mix, like Hong Kong dancer uh, screen fall. I don't know. What does uh, what does the dog watch on YouTube? Look at all this. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's a lot. Uh, that, that, maybe that third one down. Maybe that one. So watch the screen on the top left. Top left. Yeah, I believe. It's a huge screen. Just, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Boom. <gasps> Cuts and, the guy in half, yeah. it looks like. And then watch. They'll show this other one, which I think is this one, where... In slow motion. Uh, oh, I mean, it's it just... Here it is. This is the bad yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, oh, Jesus. God. That's terrible. Now that's horrible. That's horrible. Yeah, you know, it is as always in in this category of horrible, hilarious. You you're we we're not seeing people. Well, we have we've seen people caught in a lathe and shit like that, which mm-hmm. is obviously horrible. But really, what distinguishes horrible from hilarious is the the amount of head injury. Yeah, the degree of the head injury. And that I think I read horrible. that guy was paralyzed. Yeah, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. pretty That's funny. funny. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> What is wrong with people here at your mom's house? I don't know. They're, they're disturbed, it's, man. It's they Tom has infected and, everybody, yeah, right? He's the problem, isn't it? He thinks, yeah. it's, he thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. It's well, it's a defense it. mechanism, I think. Because if you say it's horrible, Tom's just going to send you more. <laughs> so but I feel like funny, Tom is this very caring, reasonable, smart guy with this other guy that lives inside of him. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't know what that is. He's infected. You know, it must be an infection. It infected him, and now he's like, Infected everybody in this building. Mm-hmm. And Brian, be careful. No. You're spending a little time here. <laughs> uh, all right. Is there a, a toeless brown Walmart? This is something that I saw on a previous oh, no. show and it, it caught my attention. I was like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. I think. Uh, toeless? What, what does that mean? Uh, and I, th- the, I think you're about to tell us what it and means. And when you say brown, I'm guessing we're back to that toeless. topic again. Oh, no. <clears throat> oh, no. It's not. Oh, oh. Somebody had part of their foot what? taken off. Are that, you pooping? I love that. Hello. <laughs> I know you're pooping. It smells good. Oh, wow. Don't let the audio distract you. <laughs> wow. Now, now, is that the lady with no foot talking or is that the lady? Ne- I the, think that's a sound. That's a sound that somebody put on top of this because I've heard I've seen this before. OK, uh, so I think this is just OK. Good. Yeah, yeah. Good. Thank you. That feels better. Now, I, so I, this I, is uh, there's multiple things going on in that foot. Um, that is probably a diabetic who had you know diabetic infections in her feet with bone infection and had to have that all excised, taken off. <laughs> amputated so the anterior portion of the foot is amputated it's possible there was some sort of injury that led to that uh, and that she's not diabetic but i'm looking at the 
the edema. She has massive edema in her leg, and she's got some chronic stasis changes. You see there by her back side of her foot, that right, that right there. Yep, yeah. those are chronic stasis changes. And actually, that's actually like something's been pushing up against the foot there, not healing for quite some time. And uh, she has neuropathy. That's why that stuff develops. So, and you get neuropathy and bone infection. That's that's almost always diabetes. And then the foot swelling, the leg swelling, is uh, obesity and/or heart failure and maybe liver disease. I'm not going to lie though. If she was skinnier and she put some lotion on her feet, I you kind of like those. I, I kind of like that look. I don't. Yeah. You know, I don't need. I, I don't. It's clean, need, right? Yeah, it's clean. clean. It's clean is what the kids yeah, call yeah. it, right? <laughs> it's a clean look. It's a clean look. No, and, uh, and and you know, imagine like a hot girl having that. I think it'd be interesting. Yeah, it'd be unique. Uh, isn't that what Fred Flintstone had? <laughs> Probably. Isn't that what his yeah, Fred yeah. Flintstone had something like that, and it works great when you're trying to paddle a car. Little piggies are overrated. So, <laughs> what do they do for you? Anyway? There's some remnant of our primate yeah. past, right? Yep. Yeah, good for you. It actually, you know, our toes actually really are important for are they? walking and for our walking and stuff. Yeah, it's hard for people mm-hmm. to navigate without that. But anyway, it's a good time. She didn't die. She got. Taken care of. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, is there I, anything else for us, or was yeah. that oh, okay? Uh, I have perhaps a uh, return of one of your favorites. Oh, I love my favorites. I'm gonna have to give you girls an exorcism here. Uh oh. <laughs> with my camera. Can you can you do that? There, okay. Us. <laughs> I think I'm it's just your like my woman's tits. Uh, okay. Exorcism, <laughs> Americans. I have to give you exorcism and get the devil out of your twinkie lips and detwinkalize you girls, okay? Wow. What is going on? So Fed Smoker is trying to uh, give an exorcism to some Twinkies he found at the gas station. He's using the Twinkies to exorcise the girls' Twinkies. You get right. it? Yeah, because he calls get it. Twinkies. He's pretty clever. But what I can we can first of all, who is Samantha Addict? Oh, is that what the the website is? Yeah, that's not, that's just a water. So she, sorry. she's not one of the women there. We need to. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. Because I'm wondering if she has any more Fed Smoker stuff that she's interacting in the wild with the the, the famous Fed Smoker. Well, do me a favor though, dial it back and show me a, a still of Fed Smoker in this. I want I want to look at something. Mm-hmm. If you can dial it back a little bit, this poor girls. That one girl on the left looks I'm mortified. Man, no. There he is. Okay, hold that. Oh. So look at how he's a lot younger there, right? And well, he's a lot less further down the meth pipeline let's put it that way right he looks more composed he's he better now there, or there than he does now for sure. <laughs> right he's got uh he, he, he show, let's show a little more movement of him he's got to see smoke see look at him he looks look he looks like a different dude compared to the guy we see not that oh, there yeah. it is that's a good picture of him not not that long later he looks he's on meth now too clearly he's already talked about this through his teeth and stuff but he doesn't have all that consequence of the meth and this is something I've been saying forever about Los Angeles, which is we have all this meth on the streets, and people don't die from meth for a long time. And when they do, they kind of it all happens very quickly at the end. And we're going to have a shit ton of people or homeless on the streets that are on meth. They're going to die all of a sudden. Within the next couple of years, the death rate is going to go skyrocketing. And the causes of meth death is just so do you, you it's due to cardiovascular, but you just ruin everything. All your organs just ugh. It's just, it's just, it's toxic to everything. Meth is such an awful drug. That's why I only do fentanyl. I, I think that's your drug. <laughs> pretty clean. Again, it's clean, 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 clean. It's clean. clean again. <laughs> well, Brian, it was. I'm so glad you are our, our first to repeat. Definitely, man. It's, it was really fun. It's so great to see you. I'm, I'll hope to see you more here in Austin. Absolutely, anytime. Um, well, speaking of anytime, I really would like to come. Okay. 
Is that is your yeah, well, one? Or do I have to talk to Tony when he gets uh, here? Tony probably would be the number one, but okay. uh, either of us, I'll talk to Tony or whatever. We'll figure it out. But All definitely, right. I would love that. All right, because I, I I really enjoy, like I said, being with the Skanks was an incredible experience. Mm-hmm. With the Garbage Guys was experience. Experience. Yeah. I'm I'm enjoying this comedy podcast world. Yes. It's, it's like it's like some interesting world has opened up to me. And I feel extremely uncomfortable when I'm at these places, but but I somehow enjoy it. So I'm going to continue following, following down. It's very much like the experience I have here. It's like, what the fuck am I doing here? Why am I doing this? But there's something about it that's yeah. kind of interesting. That's awesome. So, uh, Brian, anything else coming up? Want to talk about anything? Uh, no. If uh, if you, I, I do virtual re- uh, reality uh, about five times a week. It's uh, what I think is the next thing to be after podcasts and stuff. I think. And once uh, I think it's going to catch on in the future. So is, it, been, is it like a podcast? It's a, a podcast pod, and virtual reality. So like me and you could be talking the whole time, but we'd be like, hey, you know, let's fly around McDonald's or, you know, and like. And, and do you talk about new techno- technologies and things? I do it? at the beginning of the show, but it's it's more of just uh, being able to, I think you need, you need to try it out sometime because oh, it's, it's, it's I've amazing. never done virtual reality. Really? I oh, will. I did it. I did it. I, I went to an experimental lab once. Eight years ago, and wore it just because I forget right. what I was doing, and, but I've not seen today's world. Well, and it's interesting because there are all these new studies are coming out how it's helping people with phobias and stuff like yes, that. Yes, I've and, seen and, that. And, yeah, I've, I've, that, I know, no, it makes perfect sense to me because exposure therapy, which is what mm-hmm. that is, has way more utility than we ever knew. Right, and like God knows what else you could start exposing people to eventually when it really comes to life. Yeah. So is it is it there yet where you really feel like it's, you're doing these things? Oh, uh, it, it's pretty good. And uh, I think the biggest thing that's the jump that's going to happen is Apple's supposed to release their version of AR VR in the next year or so. And I think once that kicks on, I think it's just going to blow up kind of. Because their equipment's <laughs> going to be so good? Or because yeah, because they're, they're going to do it, do it right. And uh, it's going to be more mainstream, I think. And, you know, so I've been just doing this show called Virtual Red Band, and it's pretty much, uh, you know, it starts off kind of like a podcast part. But then do you it, have to be on VR? No, 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 no. It's on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, then it just, you know, it's me uh, messing around in VR. And it's, uh, I think it's, I think in the future, it's going to be a lot more common in, in this what space. Go, what happens to society when porn goes full VR? I mean, it is, it is already in VR. It's pretty ridiculous. It's... Uh, and society will come to a halt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'll be like COVID except voluntary. Yeah. Just, and there'll be no way to reverse it. <laughs> right, exactly. It, re- it really actually concerns me, y- young males particularly. We, we uh, we're, well, maybe that'll keep us caged for a while, but so we'll do less damage mm-hmm. as young men. We'll get our pancreases out, so you don't, you know, we could be on the train with our VR helmet and coming, and no one knows. No, <laughs> such a scary world. All right, Brian Redman, everybody, thank you so much for being here. We'll Thanks, see you buddy. next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.